Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. 54,000. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks picking it up, let's go. He never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds His skill of an artist 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames And I heard Hey, hey, what's going on? Here we are on the road today with the zone. Westmore, Justin Acre. Yeah, Bellwin Sworn and Conway getting you set for Father's Day. It's not today, but it is this weekend. And uh, it's not too late to come up here and snatch up something great for Dad. Um, I think I said in an ad recently, Dad doesn't want another tie. Well, the good news is if he doesn't need ties or doesn't wear ties, there's a million other things in here that he would love to have. Wes? Are there a million things in here you'd love to have your dad? Oh, gosh, yes. This would be the perfect place to, st- to shop for a dad. But, look, a lot of dads may say they don't need a t- tie, but they come in here and go, oh, I do need a tie. Yeah. they got the ties of all ties. They do have a great uh, selection. selection yeah. Belts, shirts, pants, so much more. We'll get to all of it as we go on uh, through the show today. And um, we're happy to be here. Uh, belts, cufflinks, wallets, cl- uh, cologne. I need some new smelly stuff. I'll have to ask Eric about that. We don't talk about colognes enough. Uh, happy socks. Oh, also, if you like uh, branded gear for sports, it's unfortunate where I ask you to. I think last year we were here, we were telling you, hey, come by, buy a shirt, and you can wear it up to Omaha for the World Series. Mm. Yeah. Well, They're on sale? Yeah. <laughs> they don't have any. I'm sure they've got some ribby shirts over there. Yeah. But anyway, they do have cool stuff here for uh, Arkansas and Central Arkansas fans. So if you uh, like the Dawn Purple or Razorback Red, they have got plenty of options for you here as well. So. Anyway, get set for fall. How about that? We'll do that. Speaking of getting set for fall, we're going to be joined by Nathan Brown here today at 1030. Coach Brown will talk about uh, offseason. I know those guys are working out now. And I see, you know, Coach Fodio, their strength and conditioning coach, does a great job of putting out the uh, the uh, videos of the guys that are working out in the offseason and some of the stuff they're doing with, like, I'll tell you what gets me is the split squat, guys. They're doing split squats at, like, you know, five 600 pounds. I'm like, what is going on? Like, I would snap in two. It's insane. Anyway. That's the one-legged squat you're talking about? Yeah, we put your leg up on the bench. Oh, my gosh. Or, and then you, oh, it's crazy. Yeah, go down to one knee. Yeah. I saw those dudes. He, I guess it was Coach Brown that tweeted that. It was incredible yeah. how much weight they were doing with one leg. It's nuts. I did split squats with some dumbbells the other day, and it was it was miserable. Anyway, tough deal. But we're going to talk about camps and whatever else we get into this summer and uh, how we spend the offseason. And the thing is, too, look, we got two great guys coming on today. He and then Coach Boone, Anthony Boone, is going to come on in the last hour. Two dads talking about Father's Day, talking about balance of work mm-hmm. and life mm-hmm. and how they do it. And I think they do a phenomenal job getting, you know, having known these guys as long as I have and as well as I know them. Uh, it is not an easy task as a Division One coach trying to balance your life. And, um, you know, both of them, I would say, probably did not have the – kind of season they wanted last year, and there's you know a lot of pressure, but you still have to find a way to balance your home life and your work life, and Coach Boone certainly didn't have the year he wanted last year because he had a uh, massive heart issue and uh, is, is still rebounding from that, but I know he's on the mend, and he's got to be looking forward to the upcoming season. They've got some, some good things, I think, on the horizon. I'm sure, and, and look, he already had a great perspective knowing him and through you and yeah. through basketball on life, but I bet uh, I, I wonder how his life has changed since then and what kind of perspective it has changed. Look, I, I watched the uh, Peyton Hillis interview yesterday after the show. Mm-hmm. 
boy, you talk about putting things in perspective. Yeah. Uh, that'll do it to you when you think you're going to die and you wake up in the, you know, in the hospital, in the emergency room, and tubes, and you, you a, you, you were worried that your children or your niece was about to die, and not all you were worried about was saving them. It does. I mean, they they asked Peyton about that, and he's like, you know, it's just about family. It's about being a dad. It's about taking care of those around you. And it, it was. It was a great perspective piece. And if you haven't seen it yet, I'd encourage you to, I mean, just get on Twitter or, or social media and do a little quick search. It's everywhere. Well, the thing about Peyton is, too, you know, having covered him in high school and all the way through his college career and on into the pros and having been around him at different things, he's always been kind of a cool dude. You know, it was just more of the same. And he's always had a guy that's had some perspective. I think he's always kept football in its proper perspective for the most part. And also has handled his celebrity really well over the years from what I've known of him, too. I mean, and I've been around a lot of different kinds of athletes in different sports over the years, both college and pro and even some high school kids. And I think he's handled it about as well as anybody. He's just a dude. He's just a, he's just a guy. You know what I mean? He's just a kind of a cool, average sort of dude outside the fact that he's got superhuman strength and had a you know great college and, and pro career and uh, graced the cover of Madden. And, but, yeah, that story is incredibly scary, and he made one of the toughest decisions. I mean, he basically made Sophie's choice. He's like, which kid am I going to save? And he passed up his own son to save his niece who was in deeper trouble, and fortunately for everybody, they all came out of it okay. He doesn't feel like he's going to be the same long-term you know, with his lung situation, but obviously he's doing uh, much, much better. And Scary stuff. I mean, but again, it can happen to anybody. I mean, that's what's that's what's wild. And I mean, a lot of people are heading out to beach vacations, and I know most people are super diligent about keeping an eye on their kids. But when you get in a riptide situation, it can change in a second. No, and I love that on on uh, on the piece that they finished that up with. You know, with the advice for everybody watching: if you get caught up in a riptide, don't fight it, don't swim against it, just float float with it. It doesn't last long, or swim parallel to the shore, and you'll get out of it. But um, you know, and Peyton was, he made sure, you know what, you got to keep an eye on the kids, put a life jacket on them if you're going down to the beach. And like you said, a lot of people are going down the beach. Another Conway guy, you know, now that we're sitting here talking about it being here in Conway. Yep. And he, he uh, what I always loved about him, he, he didn't have much of a filter. He said what he meant. You know, he didn't give you a bunch of BS or he didn't sugarcoat something. He told you, and sometimes it got him in trouble. I remember it got him in trouble with Coach Nutt one time, but and I think he he was made off limits to the media for a couple of weeks after something he said. But do you remember what it was? I vaguely remember what you're talking about, but I can't remember what it was about. I think it was him running the ball more hmm. off the top of my mind. Okay, you sort through those memories, Wes, and we'll move on with the show. We'll get back to you in an hour. Listen, uh, it's a big week today. Today we get the Arkansas and the rest of the SEC schedule reveals. We welcome in Eric Sward here at Bell and Sward. Thanks for having us today. Good morning. How are y'all? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Doing well. Let me uh, adjust you here. I always mess this up. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> just a little higher. It's just like it's just like when I'm trying to put on uh, a new suit or buy a new suit, you get me adjusted, and so when you're putting on a microphone, I get you adjusted, so then you can insult me. I'm, I'm going to avoid doing that today. I don't believe you. <laughs> but anyway, the SEC schedule's out today, so our question of the day today, Christian, what did we decide on? How did we settle out on that? Our question of the day today is, who do you not want to play in 2024? And the options are Alabama, Georgia, LSU, or other. And you can comment the other, of course. I'll tell you what. You know, obviously we've already got the schedule set for this year. I think Arkansas, even though Alabama's got the uh, you know Heisman Trophy quarterback um, or potential Heisman Trophy quarterback, who Alabama? No, no. Oh, he went to he's yeah. Gone. He's, he's, he's gone. Pro. He's graduated. <laughs> they don't have a quarterback. That's the that's the issue with Alabama this year. Remember, they brought in the transfer from Notre Dame because after spring ball, they weren't sure that the uh, freshman quarterback that we saw play a little bit against Arkansas was going to be the guy. Milrow. That's right. Yeah, we're not talking about this year though. We're talking about next year. Next year, twenty twenty four. They could have a good well, this is, They could have a Heisman yeah. Trophy quarterback in twenty twenty four. Well, they might have one this Probably. year too. You never know. The, the thing is about them though. I always you know want to get them off the schedule, but I thought, well, this is the year. Like, if you're going to get them with what you've got from offensive, you know, firepower standpoint this is a year to play him so for next year you know maybe getting them off but i mean you want to end the streak it's been so long since arkansas has beaten alabama that um you know i it's got to end sometime doesn't it maybe it doesn't i was a senior in college in 03 uh, it was 06 06 yeah yep. yeah it's been a long time coming for sure um i would say georgia is obviously a team you don't want to have to play and now that they're going away from divisions, there's no more of that. Arkansas was slated to play Vanderbilt in the near future, maybe on the 24th schedule. But, um, 
you know, I'm sure it won't work out that way. You know, I was trying to think of four teams, and those three came to mind easily. LSU, Georgia, and I think LSU's arguable, but I think people like playing LSU, and they've had success against LSU. I think it's really Georgia and Alabama, but I don't want to play Missouri. I'm I'm sick of Missouri. I don't like that. And I know it's supposed to be a win, but it hasn't been a win in a lot of cases. I really don't want to play Missouri. Well, that's the only team you're guaranteed to play, sadly. And maybe that's why I don't want to play them because you're once again you're trying to force it down my throat. I don't make me play somebody I don't want to play. Well, that should be as manageable a game as you're going to get. And if you continue to lose to them, that's on you. But Arkansas is. I heard the morning guys talking about it. And I read it in the paper today. They're two and seven in the nine games since Arkansas has been in the SEC against Missouri. And frankly, there have been some extremely not only losses but embarrassing losses. The bad losses. When you go back to the Cotton Bowl when before Missouri was even in the league, and it was. You know, Tony Temple's performance is still one for the ages. But wasn't that uh, Houston Nutt was gone, mm-hmm. lame duck, and yeah, Bobby Petrino was in attendance but did not coach, and yeah. it was awful. But they still had, I mean, they, had, they still had weapons, but it was. I've seen two, two. That was one of the worst performances. That performance, and then the Vegas performance in the Vegas Bowl. Those were probably the two worst Razorback performances I've ever seen. Yeah, that was Terry McFadden, Felix Jones, Michael mm-hmm. Smith was on that team, and uh, they they took that. Uh, I've been told after the fact, we didn't know at the time, obviously, but they they used it as a uh, celebration, time to party, a time to have fun, and the game meant basically nothing. I think yeah. you just spoke for the Vegas Bowl too, and the performance was very indicative of that. So there what you happens go. In Vegas, stays in Vegas. Uh, did yeah well, so so did all the wins. Uh, but they did get them the next year. It was weird. They had the, that was where they had the turnaround. They hosted Vegas in Little Rock to start the next season and beat them in an ugly game. But anyway, so we'll be here until one today. And Eric, let's talk about uh, specials, items of note, and hours coming up. Yeah, the next few yeah. Days. So we'll be here from uh, ten to six Monday through Friday, ten to five on Saturday. Um, Things of note, uh, you know, Faraday is a brand that we've been carrying for a couple of years that's been doing really well for us. Um, so we're excited about that. Short sleeve button-ups, long sleeves, linen, you know, kind of beach casual, yeah, if you will. Um, obviously, the uh, the golf shirt market is still unbelievable for this time of year. Everybody seems like, you know, for work or whatever, they're wearing a golf polo like everybody here like we have on <laughs> like everybody sitting here is Peter Millar your top seller for golf shirts or do you have something else that's more popular uh, Peter Millar's number one Johnny O's slowly creeping up by slowly I mean quickly <laughs> uh, <laughs> Johnny O's and then the cricket shirts are really good golf polos okay. uh, it's kind of a retro throwback to imagine like the Jack Nicholas polo from the 70s yeah you know four button placket pocket you know Kind of old school. I dig it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's something different. You know, everybody makes a golf polo these days, and so mm-hmm. you want to have something to differentiate. When do you start getting fall stuff in? Um, I actually got a fall order in last week. Okay. What's it, <laughs> what's it look like? Anything that sticks out? From the fall line? Yeah, as far as, you know, fashion. Not really. Um, you know, every every season or so, the there will be a color that everybody's trying to go after. This coming season was a kind of blue-gray, um, kind of a steel blue-gray yep. um, jacket that, uh, that five or six companies came out with. So that's and, and, you know, men's fashion doesn't change just crazy unless you're watching what Kanye West is doing or whoever is. The I'm more interested in what Kanye's wife is wearing. or is, is that his girlfriend or did he get remarried or is that his wife? I don't know. I saw him a couple weeks ago, and they were going to, to church, and she had the most crazy-looking thing I've ever seen on. So she, They were going to church? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Praise Jesus. <laughs> but with regards to what's new in men's fashion, um, it's a lot of the same pulling things from the past and inserting it here. For instance, this season we had a bunch of, uh, not a bunch, but terry cloth polos were yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And so that was kind of the one thing that, you know, Multiple brands were offering for this season that we hadn't seen in the past. How short are shorts now? <laughs> Depends on uh, who you're asking. Um, we're asking the, you. The college kids that are wearing five, six inch inseams. The shortest that we sell here is um, a seven inch inseam. Most of my shorts are nine. Um, but yeah, they, 
They get pretty short. <laughs> nine is yeah, that's that's pretty long. Well, eight and nine is going to be right around your knee. Above your knee. Yeah, I'm trying to come above there because I have great legs and I want to show them off. I, I was thinking the exact same thing. I mean, a lot of people do. <laughs> um, you know, we, you mentioned Cologne. I mentioned Cologne, I guess, out of the gate. If you're just tuning in, we're here at Bell and Sword and Conway, by the way, on Oak Street. Address? 1016 Oak Street. 1016 Oak Street. And we were talking about Cologne. That's not normally the thing that I think about when we come here. I don't know why I'm writing it down like it's a time of day. 1016, although it is about 1016, but it's 1020. What are, your, what are your top sellers for Cologne? I know that's not like a major part of the business, but you guys do offer men's fragrances, too. Yeah. So... Um, you know, our two big brands offer it. Peter Millar and Johnny O both have their own cologne. Okay. David Donahue has a wonderful cologne. David Donahue. I'm sorry, David Donahue. Jack Black. David Donahue is a dress company. Uh, Jack Black has a great cologne. Jack Black does all of our um, men's grooming, um, face wash, body wash. All this stuff here? Yeah, all the stuff in the blue bottle. Gotcha. Um, and then this past season, we brought in um, hard cologne from Fulton and Rourke. Um, so it it is like a almost looks like a candy hard cologne. Yeah, so you just rub your finger on it and just put it on your wrist, on your neck, wherever. Oh wow, that smells great too. Um, that's pretty handy. Yeah, smaller. Does it melt in the car during the summer I, months? <laughs> I've been asked that, and I have not tested that theory, but. You want me to go stick this in my car? I would be willing <laughs> to bet that your car is going to smell like that for a long time yeah. if you did that. And I don't have a problem with that. It smells very clean. That's a good, <laughs> clean scent. I, I, I think it might be a little aggressive if you melted it all. It's probably true. What's the uh, What's the brand again? Fulton and Rourke. What's the? I wonder what the concept is or why they decided to do that. So it's like a balm almost, like a cologne yeah. balm. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's the only brand that I've seen do that. Interesting. Yeah. I kind of like that. No, I like the smell, but it's an interesting thing. I guess it would be a little easier to control it, maybe, yeah. than, a, than a, just a little swipe, spritz. swipe, swipe, and done. Yeah, yeah. And it's easier to travel with. Yeah. You know, and it's not in a glass bottle. You're not going to drop it. And Well, if you're traveling through TSA, you can carry it on, right? Yeah. Not a liquid. Right. Well, there'd be nothing worse than having a $100 bottle of cologne and having them confiscate that. Yeah. That would suck. That would not be fun. That's actually great. Yeah, for somebody who, who flies a lot, that's a great thing to have. That's genius. And it's small. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. perfect. It's compact, it's easy, and it lasts for a long time. Yeah, and then uh, what's the brand with the, the stitching? With the you guys have wallets and keychains and, and the belts are I know hugely popular. Yeah, Smathers and Branson. Um, so they you know they do collegiate stuff, and then they just do kind of whimsical, funny themes um, on their belts. They'll do golf, hunting. Uh, they make some flasks that are pretty awesome. Say family survival kit or yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mizzen and Maine still popular? Mizzen and Maine is still popular. Um, I can't remember where I was. That's nice. I can't remember where I was. I was out of town, and I saw a Mizzen and Maine store. Yeah. they uh, Dallas, maybe? Mm-mm. No? It's a bigger city, obviously, but... Yeah, they've, they've got a handful of their own stores. A lot of these brands are getting into having their own stores in bigger yeah. cities. What size you can get them all in one, one, under one roof? Yeah. Yeah, For, we, we try to just compact it all into... One tiny room. Who do you not want to play next year if you're if you're Arkansas? Uh, you know, if we're gonna take out like the obvious answers of Georgia and Bama, I'm gonna go Auburn. Why is that? I I just think Hugh Freeze is a really good coach. Yeah. Um, think they're gonna be trending up by then? I mean, we couldn't take him out at Liberty, so too soon, Eric. <laughs> it's too soon. Uh, is it? Yeah, I think that's a great point, though. That's that's good. We don't think about schools like that. Arkansas had a lot of success against the Mississippi schools. Those are two. I think it's the two Mississippi schools and Vanderbilt, maybe the only schools that Arkansas has a winning record against since they joined the SEC. What about Sadly, Carolina? they have a they have a bad. Oh yeah, maybe again Carolina. Hmm. You're right. They have a bad losing record against. Uh, I throw in Kentucky. Tennessee, but people like playing Tennessee. It's a rivalry, but I think that's an up and coming program. It's a rivalry. Yes. No, it's a, it would be a tough game. You said a game that you may not want to play. Uh, you said a rivalry. Yeah, some people think of Tennessee as a rivalry. They like the Arkansas-Tennessee matchup and like playing Tennessee. I wouldn't call it a rivalry. I mean, they had a two-year stint that was great. The 98-99 combo was great, but I don't know if I'd call it a rivalry in any Clint Sterner form or fashion. Clint disagree with you. I don't think he'd call it a rivalry, though. I'd have to ask him, but I don't I don't see how that fits. But whatever. Whatever. Um, all right. So what are your uh, hours here and going through Father's Day? Yeah, so we'll, we'll be here... Today, Thursday, Friday till six, and then on Saturday till five. Are you ten to six? Yes, sir. Ten to five on Sunday, Saturday. Saturday, no Sundays. Okay. 
I hope hopefully I'll be on the golf course. Yeah, you don't want to be uh, open on Father's Day. That wouldn't make much sense. It wouldn't be a lot of fun. No, it wouldn't. wouldn't. Well, yeah. the people that buy for Father's usually don't wait till the last minute. You know, that is, that's a misconception. Really? Yeah. Uh, so you're going to have some women in here shopping on uh, Saturday? Saturday? Absolutely. Huh. Uh, absolutely. And that's okay. And then... And we will have, um, we will have, uh, sorry, <laughs> free gift wrapping. So you can shop last second and uh, get your gifts wrapped for free. Perfect. I like that. Um, all right, let's take a uh, break. It's 1026. We're here at Bell and Sword. If you want to join us, this is the place to be. If you want to shop for someone or yourself, uh, this is the spot. And they will be here, as we said, until 6 o'clock, 10 to 5 this Saturday. So you got plenty of opportunities to buy something nice for Dad. And if you have a dad who is particularly picky, you can get him a gift card so, of yes, any denomination. Yes, we, we offer um, gift cards of any denomination above $1. Okay, that's good. If you come in here and get your dad a dollar gift card, you need to be punched in the neck anyway. <laughs> Don't be dumb. All right, we'll be back in a second here at Bell and Sword in Conway. So stick around with us. And uh, on the other side, we're going to talk to Nathan Brown, the head coach of the UCA Bear football program. Guatney Chevrolet is trying to make way for the 2024, so they're getting rid of all the 2023s out there. They haven't done this in a while, so Deal Team 6 is back. And this time they're armed with an arsenal of rebates, discounts, and financing offers on new models in stock. You can get $7,500 off Silverado's in stock with a 2009 or newer trade-in. You can get $2,000 off in stock 2023 Equinox. Plus rates on everything new in stock as low as 6.99% financing right now. Good deals at Guatney Chevrolet. You can go to the website, guatneychevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory. You can also... See all the good deals that I'm talking about right there at GuatneyChevrolet.com. Pick out the vehicle you want. Remember, when you trade in your car, truck, or SUV, you're going to get top dollar for it, and that'll help you with the uh, rates in your new car when you put down a better down payment. Go to GuatneyChevrolet.com, then head to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville's Guatney Chevrolet. Anywhere in the state, dial 888-8888 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. They'll help you weather the storm. This is Sports Center. The Vegas Golden Knights were turned aside once by an Eastern Conference foe in the Stanley Cup Finals. That was in 2018 by the Washington Capitals. In their second attempt, they did not falter. It was the Vegas Golden Knights claiming their franchise's first Stanley Cup championship with a 9-3 victory last night over the Florida Panthers in game number 5. Aiden Hill saved 32 of the 35 shots that he faced. Mark Stone got himself a hat trick and one of the original Vegas Golden Knights, Jonathan Marchessault, claimed the con. Smythe Trophy, that is, NHL's playoff MVP. He was tied for second in the playoffs with 25 points. He was also tied for first in goals with 13. In some golf news, Jay Monahan, the PGA Tour Commissioner, has been sidelined with an undisclosed medical issue. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Ladies, get excited. It's another ladies' night at Whit Davis in Sherwood. It's Thursday, June 22nd from 5 to 7. Get your girlfriends together for a fun night out. Enjoy demonstrations and refreshments, win dual prizes, and take home some giveaways. Browse vendors' tables of plants, clothes, soaps, candles, jewelry, and more. Ladies' night at Whit Davis, 9100 Brockington Road in Sherwood. Find Whit Davis Lumber Plus Ladies' Night on Facebook for all the details. At Big O Tires, we've got the latest technology to keep your vehicle running better than ever. I mean, don't call yourself a tire store if you can't do alignments. You extend the life of your tires by keeping them properly aligned. And at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, we offer complimentary alignment checks. Brakes? Yep, we do that too. And just ask for your free shuttle service so you don't have to sit around and wait. And you thought we just did tires. Tires, service, and straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot. 
Courtney Ballantyne here for The Butcher Shop. Hold up there. Everyone knows I've always been the paid spokesperson for The Butcher Shop, where you'll find me on most evenings enjoying one of their delicious charcoal grilled steaks. But Hope, I'm here to talk about their lunch specials every Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2. Wait, what? The Butcher Shop is now open for lunch, too? Yeah, and they have a rotating meat selection every day, as well as everyone's favorite, Steak Burger Fridays on the last Friday of the month. What are we waiting for? Let's go to The Butcher Shop Steakhouse for lunch and dinner. Make the most of every lawn with Kubota Commercial Landscaping Equipment. From the productivity boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com Welcome back to The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network with Justin Eggbry and Wes Moore. Hello. Welcome back. We are at Bell and Sword in Conway. It's a lovely day to get out and shop. Man, we had a nice little storm push through this morning, and then it turned out to be pretty darn fine. Uh, just after I got it done, I went out for a nice little run. It was beautiful this morning. Um, Nathan Brown is here. We're going to talk to him for a little bit about some college football items of note. SEC schedule tonight. That's our question of the day. Who do you not want to see on Arkansas' schedule next year? We did see this morning. I can't remember who tweeted it out, but uh, everybody is guaranteed to play either Oklahoma or Texas, and uh, stands to reason that maybe somebody will play both of them. I don't know. Well, Chip Brown that covers Texas, the Longhorns, I think it was Chip, uh, has tweeted out Texas will be playing at Arkansas this year. Okay. That he's been released. In 24, you mean? Yeah, in 24. Thank okay. you. Um, and so we know Texas, we know Missouri's on the schedule, and A&M has tweeted out a leak that they will be playing Arkansas in AT&T Stadium for the final time. Okay, because that was the big question, because it was told to us that if they didn't play next year, that that contract would come to an end. They wouldn't hold that for a later date. All right. Uh, also, we just got some breaking news on social media, and I think we both had the same reaction. We kind of chuckled. John Neighbors and uh, all of us, I think, were a little irritated about it. John took some heat from Tennessee fans. But um, Tony Vitello's pitcher, who struck a guy out on a 102-mile-an-hour fastball in the seventh inning. Come on, bro. Relax. Uh, did a little throat-slashing gesture, and apparently the NCAA board is reviewing it. I don't know what that means, but maybe he'll get a... Uh, and pitcher suspensions are always funny to me, too. Yeah. Like it's like, I wasn't going to pitch that game anyway, so that's cool. No big deal. If they were going to suspend him, they would have to suspend him for, like, three games. Right. To where it would actually hurt. Yeah, which I don't think they'll probably do. Anyway. They, and, and, and the tweet said that if it was directed... Uh, towards their opponent, Southern Miss. I don't think it was. He was looking at he was looking at his dugout. Yeah. He wasn't looking at them. He wasn't looking towards them. Yeah, he was really fired up. I don't know what his deal was, but uh, guy was definitely juiced. Anyway, Nathan Brown is here and he is very calm. How are you? Let me get your microphone on, then it'll help. That'll help immensely. Checking one, two. Yeah, sorry. It's amateur hour. <laughs> no, doing great. Good to see you. Yeah, glad to be here, guys. Um, we were just marveling. We were talking about uh, the videos you guys push out over the summertime. Coach Fodio does a great job with your guys in the off-season training, and the uh, split squat is our favorite. It is, looks like the most impossible thing, especially some of the weight your guys are moving. Do you? I mean, you've seen a lot of these big dudes and strong dudes through the years. But uh, do, do you still get astounded by some of the stuff you see in there? I do. I'm thankful I don't have to do it. <laughs> Can no you imagine? I mean, you told me one day. I asked you, and I was surprised by your answer. You said, I said, would you rather lift or run? And you said you'd rather run. Yeah. I, you know, lifting's just one of those things. Of course, you know, playing the position of quarterback. You know, and, and really, I, I was toward the, I guess, the front end of this, you know, era of really focusing on weights. I mean, like, there was, you know, you've always you know, lifted weights and all that stuff. But even throughout high school, weights weren't a big deal when, you know, when I was playing. But, like, uh, weights, I mean, that's 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 part of your livelihood as a football player nowadays. I mean, mm-hmm. like, literally, we spend more time in the weight room than we do on the practice field. And that, and, and, and you have to because you're going to play teams that uh, obviously put an emphasis on it. And Coach Fadio and his staff, man, they're amazing. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, I'll tell you what, he is he's as valuable a piece to our, our program and really not just football but our athletic department uh, as there probably is uh, at, at our school, you know. Who is the strongest team y'all have ever played? You know, you, you tend to that, – that, that, that's relative, but I, I, I usually 
lean on those those northern you know those those playoff games you know Justin you've been a part of those calling those games I mean the Illinois states the North Dakota states New Hampshire was an extremely strong team uh, a lot of those guys that just just uh, you know almost you know, you know the, the term country strong I mean they're just big strong built dudes the Midwest body type uh, Big Ten type football mm-hmm. right um, six six three ten in like Twelve percent body and, fat or less. Built, built, built like a square. Yeah. I mean, just it, yeah. Those are probably tend to be, and obviously when we play Power Five schools, they just they've got an edge because those those are obviously blessed kids with DNA, right? That's why they're getting recruited where they're at. But right. um, but I'll tell you, we're we're as strong as we've ever been at UCA. Our, our team right now is um, we're physically as 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 big as we've ever been, and I think we're physically as strong in in, in a lot of areas than we. Probably ever been at least in the Division One era. My screensaver is your twenty-three schedule, Coach, and uh, it is a good one. I mean, and we've been talking about your team, and we've seen this with other programs over the last few years. You got a really, really, really talented team, and a really, really, really challenging schedule. Yeah, it's, it's kind of comes with the territory. And and look, I I, I commend Doctor Teague. He always puts a challenging schedule. I think uh, as a coach, it's a double-edged sword. You're excited about it, but at the same time, you're like, man, I wish we had four, more breathers, right? But um, but he does a great job. I mean, bottom line, when you can when you can put two playoff teams on your non-conference schedule like North Dakota State, which is obviously a perennial power, but then Southeast Missouri, SEMO, um, get a home and home with them. That's a big deal. So and then and then and then to get this new conference, United Athletic Conference, the UAC, uh, the you know the conversion of ASUN and WAC is going to be a big deal as well. So, um, but off, you know we've been to Oklahoma State before. You know we open with them uh, the opening weekend of college football and. Uh, that's an opportunity that obviously you, you get a chance to play, uh, you know, a Big 12 team that's that's obviously you know had a lot of success in recent years. That's going to be a fun matchup and uh, a good trip for our alum to go, alums and fans to go watch. What are you guys other than working guys out? What are you allowed to do at this time of the year? So we get we actually do the NCAA allows you to get a little bit of field time. That you know that's that's changed over the recent years. Um, we get a couple hours a week where we can actually get on the field and as coaches and work with our players. We don't have a ball involved, but uh, but it allows us to get through some walkthroughs and do some individual work um, so we spend uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays in the afternoon with our guys on the on the stripes um, you know putting them through some drills and some different things so uh, you kind of get a head start you know fall camp isn't what it used to be you know used to you'd show up in August and it was the first time a lot of a lot of your freshmen were meeting their teammates and you were kind of getting to know your, your your players and what you were about I mean you know that was June 5th for us you know our fret you know we, we've got 100% attendance right now every one of our freshmen are enrolled and in class uh, along with all of our returners, and like you said, we've got a ton of experience back. I mean, there's not going to be many schools, at least at our level, probably across the country with the way the transfer portal is, where 95% of your production is back. Yeah. 95% of our offense, defense, and special teams production is back, and that's that's uh, that's unheard of. Well, yeah, I was going to say the portal was really good to you guys because not only did you not lose some of your high-profile guys that I'm sure were being courted by other schools. It happens. All, all legally, I'm sure, you know, in the, in the right channels. Um, but you also brought in a huge addition, and it's an Arkansas native. Yeah, so it's funny because we've you know probably two of the best running backs in the league are sitting on our roster right now, and Darius Hill, who's a two-time All-American, and Kylan James, who had 1,400 yards of total offense last year uh, from Dumas, Arkansas. So uh, to get to bring in Shunderick Powell, originally from Hoxie, um, was the offensive player of the year in the A Sun at North Alabama, um, is a big deal. But he is a different type back. You know, Darius and Kylan are. They're big dudes. You've been around them. I mean, those guys' legs are. I mean, you've seen some of the film. I mean, videos that Coach Fodio posts. I mean, those guys are seven hundred pound squatters. I mean, they can run. They're both four, six, four, five, high four, five speed guys. I mean, they're really. They're both potential to make money one day if they keep trajecting the right way. Well, you bring in Shunderick Powell, who's more of a five foot eight, hundred seventy five, but he's a four four kid. I mean, he can really run, but he runs with a lot of power, runs with great pad level. So I think it's a great compliment. Uh probably wouldn't have brought him in if he was another big back, just another, you know, same size type person or same style. He's a different style. He's a guy he's a home run hitter. He's a guy that um that, that's gonna allow us to be creative and, and are, it's gonna be fun. Are y'all going to the wishbone? <laughs> <laughs> I've been asked that. And and so you know, not to not to tip any hands and knock on wood, but we uh we're definitely going to be creative. I mean, we're going to have that's three of our best players on our team in, in in one room, and so we've got to get them on the field at the same time. Yeah. Well, Kylan played obviously outside the backfield quite a bit yep. last year as a receiver, and he was phenomenal catching the ball or running it. So he's a he's a very versatile guy. And Powell, I'm assuming the same. And yep. I haven't seen Darius catch it a whole bunch, but he's uh, awfully good at what he does. We just like handing Darius the ball. Yeah, he's real good <laughs> at that. But let's talk about this new, new new league, coach. And and again, we've seen it all across the board in college football. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Um, but I mean, we're we're seeing a, a 
big, I guess, sort of push towards bigger conferences and a, a conglomeration. And obviously, we don't think that the movement from these schools is over yeah. yet. Um, but the, U, the United Athletic Conference, with as you mentioned, the WAC and the ASUN coming together, what does that do for you guys in the landscape of, of the FCS for the for the time being? Well, I think it, it solidifies where we're at. One, um, you know, with the ASUN, it was obviously you know a good a good landing point to getting out of the Southland, um, and obviously had a good uh, a good idea in, in, in putting together a football only or excuse me a football playing conference. Uh, but this, when you look at these schools that are a part of the UAC, um, what gets you excited is they're they're established schools. I mean, you're talking about the the A Sun members that are still in the in the uh, in in the conference with Eastern Kentucky, Austin P, uh, North Alabama. Uh, you know uh, who uh, there may be another one I'm missing, but they but they're all they're all established universities, established athletic programs, and then you add those WAC schools. Stephen F. Austin, we played them for years. Abilene Christian, we played them for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's just there's just a lot of lot of pluses. You got the two Utah schools, so um, it, it's it's all the trickle effect. It all starts at the Power Five level, goes to the Group of Five level, and trickles to us. I th- I still think college sports and college football, at least, is is trending to the direction where FCS football is going to going to become a mute point. I think it's going to turn into, in my opinion, from what I understand, the way things are working. You can either afford to be a Division One program or you can afford to be a D two program, and I think that's what it's going to trend to. I really do. Um, we're lucky at UCA to have such great leadership that are proactive. Right? You know this is mm-hmm. President Davis and Dr. Teague are. Uh, there, there, there's good as there is at this level um, as far as athletic director and president combination um, and they've, they've got a vision and, and the, the vision is, is obviously been, uh, is been has been altered a little bit because of just the way the landscape of college athletics is and so I think money money dictates a lot and so we're just trying to fall where we're going to fall and I think have success um, it, it, one thing I do know UCA football and I, I could probably speak for ath- the, the athletic department as a whole has has always had success, and, and I don't have any doubt that that's going to continue with this. What's the latest on the move to FBS, or is there still conversation about this league becoming an FBS program or a league at some point? Yeah, I think that's still I think that's still in conversation. I think that's still a goal of theirs. Now, there's obviously hoops they have to jump through, and um, you know, speaking with Dr. Teague and just some of the things that he's filled me in on. I mean, that's obviously something that um, that is that is out there. I think there's a desire to do that. I think there's a lot of benefits to that when it's all said and done, not only financially, but resources, facilities, uh, you know, uh, TV money. I mean, there's just a lot of things that come with making that jump. I mean, you're talking about going from a game uh, at Oklahoma State worth a guaranteed game where, you, where for us it's a $500,000, $600,000 game for us right now. You know, two years from now, if we're an FBS program, that's a 1.6 or a $1.8 million game. I mean, there's a huge difference there, mm-hmm. so that's a big deal. And in the future, when you expand to 12, Playoff teams, yep. and then some leagues, maybe the SEC, go to nine. You're talking about less non-conference games. They may not want to schedule FCS teams in the future. It's going to be less and less. I, I think you're right, Wes. I think that, that that's hitting the nail on the head. So you may, in our case, it'd be a situation where you may have to play two group of five games now. I don't know. You know, yeah. that's, so you're exactly right. I mean, the SEC is not going to waste one of their two non-conference games on a, you know, a lower level opponent. It just doesn't. It, it won't gain them anything. So um, I think there's <laughs> again. I think over the next five. I don't think we're done with this. I think that over the next five years. Uh, especially the next decade, 10 years, I mean, college landscape is going to look so different. I mean, it already is. Now, talking to Nathan Brown, head coach at Central Arkansas for football, we're going to get Anthony Boone on here a little bit later. We're here at Bell and Sward in Conway, and we're talking about Father's Day and gift ideas, and I'm sure that uh, Jessica's done some shopping for you in here over the years. I've seen you in here, mm-hmm. you know, getting yourself something over the years. But um, let's talk about Father's Day and the balance of, of being a Division One coach versus, you know, spending time with your family. I think you've done a phenomenal job, and for football coaches especially, I think they get – pegged as guys who in a lot of cases don't do a great job of balancing the home and work life uh i think you do a phenomenal job and you make it so your staff can do the same um just kind of give me your thoughts on how you've been able to achieve that and and why that's so important to you i guess uh you got a couple of real busy kids but you're an awfully busy guy too well you know i'm in a unique spot and so you know for years and years you know being a head college football coach a lot of times and and this is no knock on on age but you you would usually you you didn't get your head football coaching shot till you were in your mid 40s early 50s i mean just look at the look at look at years ago how many coaches there were that weren't that young i mean you had the you had the outliers well it's become a young man's game so what 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 happens with a young man's game well you're gonna have young children right so um I'm, i'm a big believer that that if you know one of the greatest benefits to being able to run a program is have my 
children around these guys. I mean, these are guys with different backgrounds. These are guys with different, uh, you know, views on life. They, they they deal with adversity. They get to see they get to see them the way they work and their work ethic, and then and then just being able to to influence those guys and show them what a dad's supposed to look like. I mean, to me, I'm the bridge to their family. So so a lot of a lot of these guys, even if they do have a dad or a grandpa at home, uh, I'm the father figure in their life. So I want to make sure that they see me treat Riley and Luke right. Make sure I treat Jessica right and have them around. And then same thing for my assistant coaches. If I don't, if I don't give my assistant coaches an avenue to uh, to have a family atmosphere, I'm not going to get the most out of them. And that's just the truth. And so I want them to have a, a holistic life and approach in life to where they can feel comfortable with their kids being up at the office and, and being around the game. And there's nothing more fun than watching dads throw their ball with their kid before a game. I mean, I think that's so cool whenever a kid can ride the bus or be a part of the locker room and just witness some of the things that they get to see. Um, now. Luke's a cultured kid at this point, right? Yeah. Nine-year-old, he knows a lot more than what most nine-year-olds probably should know. But but <laughs> but but I think it's a good thing because yeah. I, because he's around great kids and and uh, it's fun, man, I, and uh, and I enjoy it. We're watching highlights here of the uh, NFL here, and I guess they're talking about San Francisco situation. Your boy has finally called it quits, and we assume it's permanent. At least he keeps <laughs> saying it is. Big Tom Brady fan over here. So who do you watch now? Who do you who do you try to get things from in the uh, NFL at the quarterback position now that Tom's done? Did you see TB hit that uh, drone the other day? I sure did. That was yeah, pretty nice. Yeah. Still got him. Now, I was a little disappointed. You could have done that. They were talking about how great it was, but the drone wasn't moving. Like, yeah. move the drone and see if you can get a moving target. Yeah. Now, which we know he could. But, yeah. uh, no, obviously obviously it's been a been a rough rough off season for me without Tom Brady knowing he's going to to come back, you know, so that's that's been tough. But I'll tell you what, the state of the NFL is in is in great shape as far as the position of quarterback. Man, you talk about maybe an all time high. Well, just I mean, I think the parity in it. I think obviously Mahomes has separated himself a little bit, but uh, you look at what Josh Allen does. You look at Joe. I, I mean, I think Joe Burrow's the next one. I think he's got the moxie. I think he's obviously got the talent. He's probably probably physically more gifted than even Tom Brady was. Um, but you just see some of the some of the young talent, and even if, you can go down to to Trevor Lawrence and some of the those guys and even this new crop of guys that are coming in I mean it's just really good and I think it starts with high school ball and works its way to college and then obviously the NFL is reaping the, the benefits of you know great coaching throughout throughout their careers so um, it's just it's, it's, it's fun to watch I'm probably going to I don't necessarily root for a team I'm more of a guy you know I'm more of a player root guy you mm-hmm. know so um, you know, I enjoy I enjoy watching watching kind of the underdog stories. You know, I, I, Tom Brady's six round draft pick. Now he didn't turn into he turned into something special, but uh, you know, watching watching someone like uh, you know just saw him up there, the Purdy kid. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, see what that kid did in a short amount of time at San Francisco, and obviously he'll be battling with Trey Lance right now. I mean, there's just it's a fun time to be a, be an NFL fan and and uh, watch these guys you know really go to work on Sundays. No question. Um, you talked about the the quarterbacks and all the work they're getting in the summer and the seven on sevens. How different is a quarterback you're recruiting today out of high school compared to the you when you were coming out of high school? It's not even close. I barely knew what a coverage was. Now I was fortunate enough to play for a great high school head coach who who uh, who was a little ahead of his times and Jeff Holt. You know we were throwing the ball all around the yard and, and putting up a lot of a lot of points and yardage as far as passing goes. Um, but but man, it's so different. I mean, these guys are taught so well, and they're so taught at a young age. I mean, you're seeing even here in, in the community of Conway, the Conway School District. I mean, they, these guys will be in quarterback camp from seventh grade on up. I mean, two days a week, getting extra work in, working their offense. I mean, it's 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 neat to watch. And and what it what it what it has done is it's created better quarterback play. I mean, that, that's bottom line. And and so uh, we're recruiting some kids every year that that are, that knowledge wise are so ahead of the curve. I mean, they they come in and uh, and and they know what you're talking about. I mean, you can get them on the board, and they they can they can talk to you like a coach, and that's that's fun. That's that that's fun to coach. You know, when you're having to start from ground zero, uh, usually that's why you got to develop you know develop a quarterback three, four, five years. Well, you're seeing a lot more quarterbacks come in and play early because they're developed at such a young age. Talking to Nathan Brown, if you're just tuning in, I'm gonna have to let him go here in a second. Uh, what about camps? You guys have camps going on this summer? We do, we do. So we had a big all Arkansas camp a couple weekends ago. It was it was huge. Had almost 600 kids there. Uh, just I think. It just about every every school in the state, including Arkansas and Arkansas State, were represented there um, here on the stripes. Uh, we had a youth camp following week after that. We will have three camps in late July, um, one day combine camps for for uh, for uh, you know not through 12th graders prospects that are that are trying to get better, or trying to be seen. There will also be other schools at that, some Division two programs within the state. So uh, obviously.
obviously summertime's a time to, 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 to be evaluated and be seen. And, uh, you know, we believe in this state, especially the state of Arkansas, with as many universities you, as we have, you know, from all levels, from FBS all the way down to Division III, uh, if you want to play college football, you can probably play college football. And there's just so many opportunities in the state. It's very unique. Sorry I missed my opportunity. Uh, have you thought about the addition of Buck James to Conway, what that great. could do for maybe you? I mean, Conway's yeah. had some great coaches, and you've got yeah. some Conway kids, but you've got a couple Bryant kids, and now <laughs> if he's able to produce like that in your backyard. Bryant's been such a great pipeline for us. As a matter of fact, we'll have three, maybe four starters that are from Bryant, and so um, and, 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 that, and we got another couple that'll be, that'll be reserve guys. But uh, Coach James has obviously got a track record of winning. Uh, he's a huge addition. Uh, matter of fact, I texted Coach Ash, Coach Ashcraft, the athletic director here now. I said, "Man, just unbelievable hire! Excited about it. Um, just his, you know what he's done is just amazing. He's a work ethic guy. He's an old school guy. Uh, he's a no nonsense guy. Um, you know, and Coach Pimple did a great job here. Coach Pimple, you know, took Conway I think to four straight semifinals and 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 really got him got him going after after he took over Coach Ashcraft when he took the athletic director role. Uh, but Conway's going to be in great hands with Coach Buck James, and uh, he's going to work them boys. He already is." You, you, if, you, if you talk to some of them, I mean, they, they, they're they're working hard. But um, I think it's an exciting time to be in the community of Conway. It just, just you know, what we've got coming back at UCA, obviously Hendricks football and what they do. Uh, Coach Buck does a great job over there. And then obviously what, what Conway and Conway Christian have been, been able to do over the la- last few years. So, uh, you know, you want to talk about, you know, a, a good place to be for the next couple of years when it comes to comes to football. It's in the community of Conway. Got to hit a break, Coach. But uh, as far as the camp info, is that on the website? or Yeah, you, UCABearsFootball.com. UCA UCABearsFootball.com, and that's where all of our camp football uh, information will be. You can sign up online. UCABearsFootball.com? Yep. Got it. Pretty simple. That really is. Even for a simpleton like me, I got that. <laughs> all right, we got to hit a break here. Uh, I'm going to get Will in here real quick, who wanted to talk about uh, Riptides. We were talking about that earlier related to Peyton Hillis' story. What's up, Will? What's up, guys? You guys doing all right today? Y- yes, sir. What's going on? Beautiful, beautiful day. Taking it the worst out of John Neighbors' mouth here in Arkansas. Sure is. Great Arkansas. Yeah, I grew up in Maumelle, Arkansas, and right off the golf course. And we used to go out and ski, and, uh, you know, right out there, not in the main channel, but like there were still like little fingers off, you know, the golf course off the back nine. I'm sure you guys know. And uh, anyway, if you get caught in a rip, you know, in a rip tide in the river, you let it take you down to the bottom, hold your breath, and then it will actually shoot you back up. But, uh, yeah, I was caught well in one when I was younger in Ocean City, and I tried to swim through it and it and got nowhere, uh, as you guys were, you know, elaborating on. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it can be very scary. It is. There's no question. It's uh, dangerous stuff. I'm glad the Hill story ends up having a, uh, you know, reasonably positive ending but it's it's definitely scary but hey appreciate the call man we gotta head a time out here hey, hey one more thing justin one more thing yeah do you guys hey do you guys remember uh the record set, of course we talked you guys talked about the record setting cotton bowl and do you remember yep. the co- who was the coach the coach for arkansas yeah he was an interim coach and then what did he do the night before to try to get the troops riled up at the hotel well, it was reggie herring i don't remember what he did he had he he had the, the all dressed red hog uniform and he had a sheet over it and he poof pulled it over to try to get everybody motivated it didn't work didn't it didn't work. have a great day question. thanks will we got to hit a break we're behind 1053 stay with us this is the pigskin preacher bringing you the word When I lived in Michigan, I lived in cities ranked 297th and 300th by Money Magazine. Not exactly the Hamptons. So when Little Rock was rated the 105th livable city in the U.S., a wave of disappointment rose up. Our falling ranking has everything to do with a handful of Wild West wannabes waving guns around and posing as tough guys. Hey, Scarface, we're trying to have a civilization here. Put the guns down and grow up. The rest of us love our city and are sick of watching you trash it. Try making a positive contribution. If you have to be a Montana, try Joe Montana instead of Tony. At Double Beast, you will be treated like family and receive quality, convenience, and value on each visit. Double B's is all about making our cities and communities better places. Double B's. 
for you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebee's. It's Justin Acre for CertiPro Painters. We're all getting ready for summer, and if you want to spruce up your home for summer, CertiPro Painters could be the answer you're looking for. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. If you're thinking about getting a paint job done for the interior or exterior of your home, you need to hurry up and get on the schedule soon because it's filling up quickly. So plan for your next project. You'll be happy you did. Cleanliness, thoughtfulness, and attention to detail. You'll get all of it with my friends at CertiPro Painters. So get them scheduled for your project today. The year is almost halfway over, and you're still dealing with that knee and hip pain. Enough is enough already. Pills are not the answer. Surgery is not the answer. You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. With the summertime coming on right now, you want to be able to live your best life, right? The advanced regenerative medicine solutions at QC Kinetics can give you a life without chronic joint pains. You can do all those summer activities that you used to enjoy. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in taking healing properties from your own body and applying them right to those achy joints so your joint tissue can be repaired and restored naturally the treatment is truly revolutionary patients across central arkansas are having life-changing results and there's no drugs no surgery and no downtime if you have pain in your knees your back your shoulders your hips you need to stop what you're doing right now and call qc kinetics for a free consultation 501-222-8440 once again that number 501 Rock out with the only American-style sushi experience founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll sushi. Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. Cater your next event, lunch, or dinner. Get the party started. 80 to 240 pieces of sushi platter. Rock and roll. Rock and roll sushi for lunch or dinner. Order at rockandrollsushi.com. With four locations to choose from in Benton, Conway, and two in Little Rock. You're back in the zone, live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network and online at 1037thebuzz.com. I'm on an island, even when you're close. We went way long there, so I appreciate Coach Brown hanging out. want to thank Mike's Place uh, here in Conway, long-standing, uh, successful restaurant. They're going to send us over some lunch today, but uh, appreciate them very much, and we're looking forward to that. And we're going to talk a little more with our buddy Eric Swart here, 10 to 6 through the week, 10 to 5 on Saturday again. This is, you know, we talk about this on Mother's Day when we're at Ava Bella. It is one-stop shopping. It's mm-hmm. everything mom would like or the sister. Or, same thing here. Like, dad, brother, doesn't matter what their style is, you're going to find cool, cool stuff for somebody for Father's Day. And if you're a dad who likes to shop for himself, by golly, get yourself in here. Uh, I talked to a guy the other day, like, where is that? I'm like, are you serious right now? Like, you even live in Conway, you don't, you've not been here? So, again, even if you don't have to dress up, don't think it's a men's store where you got to get all fancy and buy suits and ties or dress shirts, although they have all that, and really nice dress shoes. But if you want casual wear, sportswear, I mean, swim trunks, T-shirts, all of it, they've got it here, and obviously everything else, too. We were just talking about cologne and skincare and candles and, I mean, just anything for a guy up here at uh, Bell & Sward. It is 1016 Oak Street in Conway. Come on, see us. We're here till 1. They're here till 6 through the rest of the week and 10 to 5 on Saturday. Father's Day's a calling. Sunday. Don't screw it up. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch. Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics. Oh, did I turn on the crock pot this morning? <laughs> With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company.